0: Anatomical precision. I am your host for the evening, Michael Klein. I'm Michael Klein. Get to my local gaming club, even though it's only 10 miles away from my house. I also travel out west, like out in the city.
1: I'm Chris Schlegel, and for some reason I thought I could kill Voiced. Pro tip never kill Voiced, never try to kill Voiced.
2: And I'm Dan Riker. I'm a hyper competitive player. I've been playing games for a super long time. Kind of a big deal. I'm going to sidetrack on this a little bit and say the number one win condition in Guild Ball right
0: now is the clock. Welcome. Welcome.
2: Hello.
0: Hello. Hello and welcome to another episode of Anatomical Precision. Take three. Take (laughs) fifty-five. I'm your host, Mike the Dog Klein.
1: And I'm Chris Schlegel. And I'm
0: Dan Riker. Yeah, yeah, you already hear my voice. Pew, 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 let's go on. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't noticed, we had... This This may or may not be our first uh, or second or third or 15th take doing this, but... Uh, keeping track? Not me, anyways. Nobody, you won't hear any of the other stuff. Anyway, no, no, no uh, if you have noticed, we are back with Mr. Riker. Woo! After beautiful vacation... Uh, to War Machine, he <laughs> came back <Beautiful>. crawling <laughs> to Guild Ball. Those um, those are words that those, make a sentence. Those are words. Well, you yep. just knew he could never be as infamous in the War Machine community as he is in the Guild Ball community. What can I say?
2: Guild Ball is just an easier game to play. Oh, snap. Oh, jeez. Man. No, no, can't.
0: Anyway, so we... We have Riker back with us. We <laughs> will also have Chris Baker as well. The Australian connection. Yep, so we'll have a nice rotating multinational group of. Fuck that I guy. He so. can be the fourth person.
2: I'm comfy in my spot now. Come, come take it.
0: Jesus say
2: that when he's not here. Anyways. <clears throat> so, a Irata. lot of stuff happened. Yep. happened. That was great.
1: Schlegel, talk before you're drunk. I'm. Um, whoa. That's an accusation. (laughs) Now, so as everybody is already aware and fully capable of reading, uh, there's been a lot of things happening in the Steamforged uh, world lately. Uh, We have, first up, the errata. Good talk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Yes, we did have an errata. (laughs) Um this is the this is the Anatomical Precision after after Dark Special. Mm, um indeed. anyway, there was an errata. We are not going to go over all the card changes. It's been covered on nah, multiple other podcasts as well as Steamforge blogs and all of the like. Uh but let's now we've had some time to settle in and think about it and ponder. Uh what are our thoughts on the errata? I'm gonna kick it off to uh Chris first. Because once we get to Riker, I don't think we will get back to anybody else.
1: Nope. Oh, man. Uh, well, let's see. All's, uh, it's green pastures and uh, blue skies, I'm really enjoying it. Are you, did you just make like a really... bad farmer joke? Oh, I oh. did. I did, in fact. Um, But... <laughs> I never crutched on Everest and Greed in my uh, Corsair list anyway, so... Uh, it's all fine by me, and I am glad with how it's going to combine with later stuff that we're seeing. Uh, we don't have to worry about everson and Greed uh, with the game plans and Corsair. Mm-hmm. So, on to you, Mike.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Overall, I have a pretty positive view of the errata, although obviously like anyone else, I would have loved Steamforge to fix all of the issues and to buff models and to do all that stuff. That's the standard, you know, takeaway that people say, like, oh, this is good, I like that they fixed this issue, but I wish they could have given them a little buff or worked on this other model, and I think those are all valid opinions. And I think for what they intended it to be, which was a Band-Aid to fix some more egregious errors in balancing that were made i think it is an effective band-aid the bleeding while not nearly as bad as in the past with you know obulus and the whatnot it was still there so i think there was a need to make some changes and i think they made some changes time will tell if those changes are t- too far i was gonna say or not they're definitely not the or not um but we'll see how they, they play out. Right now, I'm thinking that Farmers overall, most of the nerfs and changes and balance changes were, I think, in a good, overall good place. Thresher still does a ton of damage, but now it's much more resource intensive and like he doesn't just get to do that and then also benefit from defensive abilities you know he doesn't get to like live the dream with all the harvest markers and just be able to do whatever he wants all the time now he actually has to spend some more resources to Mm -hmm. do what he did before additionally his it was mathed out but his his average expected damage uh, output does go down quite significantly while still being very high but definitely goes down Mm -hmm. i think the biggest thing that i'm not sure if we'll be a little too har- harmful for farmers overall. Is that with some of the influence changes and the fact that harvest markers are much more necessary to actually use? I'm worried that it will kind of kill some of the diversity, some of the lower influence model. Like I, I mean, not that you were seeing Wendell to begin with a ton, but you're less likely to see Wendell now that a zero influence model in the farmer's team is even more uh, harmful. You get mm-hmm. some really low influence teams. So uh, I would like to see it in play a little bit more and see if the harvest markers make up for it or if now they're a little too greedy or they need to work on some of the planters. So we'll see about that. Uh, quickly switching over to the Avarice and Greed change. Mm-hmm. um for corsair i think that's a i think it's a solid change um fish were doing really well and yep. this is a good way to bring down their win rate and their dominance in the meta without actually like making the guild less fun to play or ruining any of their mechanics side note, um, um just a yeah, silly question it. i don't know if you guys yeah. know this
2: off the top of your head or not did corsair have the highest win percentage
0: uh, I mean, no, Thresher no. did. Well, he like had the second no? highest, though. He is the second highest, yeah.
2: Okay, that's interesting.
0: Yeah. It was thre- and the main thing was uh, Corsair also had, at the time, uh, Priorata had the uh, had no, I believe, no negative, or maybe this was might have been Fish as a whole. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. it was specific to Corsair, but Fish as a whole had no negative win rates into any guild. Oh,
2: that's really cool. Okay.
0: So, um... And they're really good, and but I think there's not really an issue. I mean, fish have received basically mainly nerfs since mm-hmm. like season two, but they're still solid, and I think they have a lot of good mechanics, and I think they're in a great spot, and they' I don't want them as a guild to be tuned down just because they're doing well.' Mm-hmm.
1: Cause, it's definitely not heavy handed, and we yeah. and we were going to lose the uh union in fish sooner or later when they got their minor guild anyway
0: yeah this this is just accelerating Uh, a little
2: bit definitely gonna be interesting right to see what they do with the minor guild if maybe the minor guild is gonna be kind of fighty or if it's just gonna be like doubling down the whole just heavy scoring aesthetic
0: yeah i'm i predict it will be a i don't know because it's it's supposed to. The, so I think they might capitalize on the dodginess of the fish in a, mm. in a fish miner guild, without maybe like as much straight scoring power, but more of the dodginess. I don't know. They could also but that's pure uh,
2: flip the coin and go for like a more kraken style, where they're like the mm. bulky dudes, but they're yeah, still yeah. super scory. So that would be interesting.
0: That would be interesting, but anyway, we are in speculation lane. I think so the biggest thing about Averson the Averson greed change is it actually if Averson greed was a pretty big help for fish into matchups, um, specifically Corsair th- with a lot of tough hide models that he was traditionally is supposed to be kind of his weakness because yes, he does momentous damage, but he doesn't have yeah, access to any numbers. Well, he doesn't have any, na- uh, any native damage buffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is the really the main damage dealer of the team. Absolutely. So when you had tough hide models, the idea is like, yes, he will slowly grind at them, but you can win the grind. But Averson Greed kind of ch- turned that uh, on its head because they do have quite a high uh, damage output, especially when they're just so well supported by HAG and by Corsair and the drags mm-hmm. and the repositions and the 18,000 crowd outs most
1: of his weaknesses too yeah yeah
0: exactly Um, so now I think it puts Fish into an interesting place and we can talk more about where they'll be in the meta after our other discussion but uh, yeah I think they'll still be good but they may have some more pronounced weaknesses into some of the guilds that uh, can stand up to you know stand up to them especially Corsair which is good So they'll have to figure out other ways to play Corsair, uh, that don't involve just slowly killing a model a turn and making your opponent miserable.
2: Yep. Is it, is it my turn? It's your turn. Go. Yippee! me. Okay. So I, for one,
1: Dan Riker's thoughts and
0: expressions do not ex- reflect <laughs> my own.
2: <laughs> Put the disclaimer out now. They do I not understand. represent
0: the uh, official uh, views of anatomical precision or any of its subsidiaries. <laughs> you
2: guys. You guys done. You guys ready. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead, for it. Go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. So, so, so I'm going to do the typical hot takes that people expect from me because this is just how I feel about the game. So I, for one, love to play a homogenized ball um, where every single model is a 4-1 and nobody does any damage and everybody just has a 3-6 kick and, you know, it's all hunky-dory and it's all whatever. Um, it, it seems like every single errata that comes through Steamforge uh, you know, Johnny's playing with his toys, and Johnny's having a good time, and then Forge walks over, you know, cracks his knuckles with a ruler, and says, no, you can't do that anymore. And then Johnny's like, well, guess I'm done with this guild, and he walks away and goes to another guild. Uh, Johnny is the typical competitive guild ball player, where, um, you see something that's broken, or, or maybe a little too strong, and, um, they just abuse the hell out of it until they can't anymore, and then they walk away. Um, so... You know, again, I think it's of the general opinion that uh, everybody's mad because, um, you know, it, you didn't do anything to the guild. You, you just you just nerfed it. That's all you did. Um, and I don't really care what the reasoning is, um, but you got a whole bunch of people that lined up, you know, around the store or, or con or whatever and bought these two farmer boxes, and now they, they don't do nearly what they did before. Um, you know, you can talk to me about how Thresher was ridiculous, and y- y- you still have Vet Rage sitting there. Like, don't tell me that you can't have a, a super solo captain. I mean, f- uh, not not only that, but can, can we just agree that Steamforge literally doesn't know what the fuck to do with Avarice and Greed anymore? <laughs> I'm sitting here, like, okay, season one. Wow, that's a dynamic model. Nope, extra activation, way too broken. Okay see where you're coming from. Oh, that's a really dynamic model. It's got a 21-inch goal threat. You know what? For those teams that don't have those dedicated strikers, that's really cool they can make that choice to pick that. Even when Harry is, like, super-duper broken, that's fine. Whatever. That's really cool. Nope, too broken. Oh. oh okay. Hey, that's a really dynamic model. It's doing a lot of damage, and it's filling in holes where certain areas are having weakness. Nope, that's too broken. You know what? Instead of changing again, you just can't fucking have it. Fuck you. Get out of here. Uh, okay. Um... <laughs> So, you know, from the players that I talked to about Averson Greed, when I was looking to get back into fish, because that's probably the guild that I played the most, they were like, you know, it it takes a little getting used to to really, like, use it. And that's really more, I think, the learning curve of Corsair. Um, Because it is sort of a boring playstyle, if you're so used to windmill slamming shark into everything. Um, And the players that could abuse him, or whatever, use him effectively, uh, really loved him. Or them. And, you know, the plays that you could pull off, it sets up the murder ball really well. You know, you're already getting a crowd out. You're already, it's just it's a lot of things going for you. Um, the, the problem that I have uh, with Ball at the moment, conceptually, is that it's advertised as a sports game that also has fighting. And you have teams that are super set on scoring goals, and you have teams that are super set i beating the crap out of you. And I'm like, cool, I can get behind either of those things. And I can understand that everything else is a shade of gray. You're going in between the, the different concepts. And maybe they're abusing a certain stat, or they're abusing a certain thing about the game. That's fine, that's their thing, it's a guild. What I don't understand is that whenever something does any sort of damage, it's just people run for the pitchforks, and they run for the torches. The fact is, is that you could have left Thresher exactly how he was, you affect the supporting cast. So yes, you are right, Mike. He doesn't get to do whatever the hell he wants. But if that captain says, I want to kill that model, it just does it for, for five plus influence or whatever. Go ahead. Why is it okay for a striker to spend four influence to go and shoot a goal at like, what, 85 plus percent? But a player, let alone a captain, goes and spends five plus influence and can't kill a player.
0: Well, wait, I want to hold you on right there. Threshard still does that. Does he? Yeah. I I mean, I think, so I think the difference is now you have to, depending on the situation, you might have to invest more resources into it. Like, you might need to spend the uh, Harvest Marker to get the three inch reach to be able to, you know, get in without getting any crowd outs and avoid a counter charge or whatever it is. And yes, his uh, expected damage did go down um, a decent amount, but the expected damage is still ridiculously high, uh, especially with access to tooled up. He, uh,
2: so well, I'm going to stop you there. So yeah, if I it. have a, a striker, non-captain, yeah. and they start with the ball, yeah. and I get first activation, I can spend those four influence and I can go shoot a goal for the most part. typically, their I mean, you, you got
0: to get the momentum, but yes. I
2: understand that. So their threat is typically absolutely ridiculous. We're talking, you know, 11 plus inches on a regular charge. More times than not. You know what I mean. So, or, or where'd they go for even more. Sure. So, the fact that they can charge, get that momentum, where'd they go or do whatever. Or, you know, usually it's a momentous dodge or, or whatever. I don't really care. And then shoot the goal. That that's, that's my problem on a base note. Is that you can have multiple strikers in a team. I'm asking for your captain to be able to just delete a player without any setup.
0: I mean... He still, again, he still can uh, quite well. It depends on the player. He can't like before. Thresher, literally, I mean, if he was tooled up and uh, He's tooled
2: up, you took an activation.
0: Sure, sure, sure. It's I'm no saying problem. if you, I'm just, I'm just saying if he was tooled up and uh, especially if he wanted to legendary, but he didn't. Oh, he didn't have to. If he tooled up and legendaried, he literally killed any model in the game from full, unless you had really bad decks. Like his, like overkilled, like way way overkills. like basically any model in the game uh, other than maybe somebody with glutton mass potentially like fangtooth or something like that i'm i i have not done the math on all of them but he did a ridiculous amount of damage he still does the difference now is that he does have to invest more resources i might agree with you that he might be investing too many or rather not that he's investing too many but that the team now is very resource strapped so that could be the issue, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm that's not sure. Really the Go overall
2: arcing argument here is that we, we look at the players. If you, I'm going to label off some players that have done too much damage, and all they've gotten is just nerfed into almost non-existence. So you had Filet, gone. She's the only, I mean, at this point you have to play her because Ox is that bad. Whoa, wait, I'm sorry her... if I triggered a bunch of butcher players.
0: <laughs> real, real quickly, though, her damage didn't get nerfed it was her ability to dodge in through unpredictable and then also her health pool um
1: it was their inability to do anything about it
0: i mean i guess her damage did get nerfed in the fact that she She can't get there anymore oh no i was gonna say she i mean she does the same amount of damage but the thing she used to do uh was that she kept the bleeds on so that she just did the top and bottom and like literally killed every single model so yep. i guess they effectively kind of ner- but her one activation damage is is the same
2: sure sure okay it's fine so what i'm saying is that at that point i would say her accessibility to get in there was part of the way she could fight she was a one inch melee captain like that's already you're already got a negative so beside that obulus he did too much damage and among other things so, he was one of the captains that could walk out, and you could win a game on six takeouts. It wasn't fast, it wasn't flashy, but you could do it.
1: Gone. Uh,
2: Tapper. Old Jake's got changed. He can't be a seven-focus caster anymore, so gone. Bye. Now he's just I think weird... he's
1: actually gotten better. What was that? I per- uh, in my opinion, he's actually gotten better.
2: Oh, I aggressively disagree. That's okay. Um, but... At this point, almost every time on the table I see Brewers, it's Esther's. And there's a reason. Like, she does great things, don't get me wrong. That can't be the only reason. So, what I'm getting at is is that you look at all... On a basic level, uh, uh you would say the average kick is probably two, right? Uh,
0: it's somewhere between two it and might, three, It might I be
2: higher, work. it might be lower, but I would say two is probably a safe bet. So, on a two-die kick, you have a 75% chance to score the goal. How many players do you know in the game that have a 75% chance to kill a player for half of the victory points?
0: Well, I I think that goes towards the... I I hear what you're saying. I think it kind of goes towards the point, though, that killing in the game is more incremental. Um, As in, like, for the goal, it's very binary. You hit it or you miss it, and in a lot of circumstances, unless you have, like, you know, you're base-to-base with the goal or there's nobody around you, that once you have made or missed that goal, you are no longer in control of the ball, and you don't get another opportunity to do so, potentially for multiple turns or at least for the you know next activation, uh, most likely. Again, in, yeah. that that is a problem
2: in the, uh, when a team versus a team that both have football capabilities.
0: Wait, what and did you go, say? I, say again, that again. Going,
2: going full, uh, that is only a problem. When you're playing against a team that has
0: football capabilities. Can you expound upon that?
2: Not brewers and not butchers.
0: No, no, not what teams. I mean, like, how is it only a problem when the other team has... So
2: let's say a butchers player gets the ball. Sure. At this point, it's become more of an obligation for them to keep the ball away from you to the point where they're going to either eat an activation trying to run and get the ball, otherwise you have another ball chaser, or they can't even get to the ball because their threat ranges are so short. And even when they get the ball, who cares? There are plenty of models in this game that have one inch, and when your two inch anything walks up and grabs the ball, there's nothing they can do about it.
0: I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm, I'm I'm following the Shagley <laughs> Chris. You can jump in if you. Um, I know. So I guess what I'm going back to is, yes, the damaging side, the fighting side of the game is inherently like the reward that you get for the amount of influence and resources you put in is less. I think the, um, trade off in the game and, and you can disagree whether it's like a worthwhile trade off is that it's incremental, meaning that you can make it to the point where it will a hundred percent happen at some point. Um, and you can, you know, or you can get to the point where it's very likely that it will happen. And you can also, while you're doing that, you can generate resources,
1: if you fail game's not over basically. Mhm. Uh-huh.
2: So overall what I would say is is that I I don't mind that fighty is the weaker side of the game whether you agree with that or not. What I'm saying is is that I if you're going to make football a like let's say Steamforge came out they would never do this but let's say Steamforge came out and said you need to you should need to score a goal to win a game. That's fine. I think they have come no.
0: out and said that pretty much. Basically,
2: I, I don't. I don't want to put words in their mouth. Is what I'm saying. So at that point, why does every team not have a dedicated striker?
0: They do, though. They do.
1: They're I not don't all. Think they're not I all don't think of they're equal... strong enough,
0: Is what I'm getting at. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and I mean, there's there might be some specifics in there. I think there's. there's I think some. there's a
2: direct correlation to what people think are low tier guilds and their ability to score a goal.
0: Um. I'm going to go look at the guilds right now so I can see if I disagree with that or not. Um, I mean, yes, in a way. I think it's a larger... So brewers and butchers are largely considered the lower tier guilds. Agreed. Um, I don't necessarily agree that butchers have a harder time. In fact, I'd say butchers are definitely better at scoring than hunters on average. Um,
2: Both are considered in the bottom half
0: uh hunters are like considered i don't know it's it depends it's I consider like, hunters right in the middle i'd put them right in the middle in the it's, it's there's a large middle uh brewers i think their issue is larger than that because they actually have a really good striker who get when it comes to like getting goals when the ball is like free uh their the main issue with friday is just like getting the ball away from people because she can't dodge into them um which is so an when you, issue. When you
2: think of a dedicated striker, that's what I'm getting at. So we have missed. We have somebody like Flint. We have somebody, you know, that that they don't care about if you're holding the ball or not. They get the ball. You can't tackle it back to the coast control, or they're, you know, they're charging and they're going to uh, tackle and a dodge. Or, like, Friday is, is nowhere near that caliber.
0: No. And, I mean, I think there needs to be, yes, I do think Brewers could use some adjustment to account for that. But I don't think they're intended to be designed that way. And I think that can be. Okay, if it's balanced out across the guild, I think it, they were ba- the, when they were balanced. I don't think it you know, and there haven't been a ton of changes across the guild um, throughout you know throughout time. I just think some of the things that they are lacking do put them on a little bit on the lower side. Although I, yeah, I'm not. I I don't think it's necessarily that. Yes, she is not nearly as good as a dedicated striker, but their plan is not to be going out and getting the ball as much i think their plan is to be fighting and then when the goal gets scored they score back um or they they hold on to the ball and then score to win the game um but i mean yes they are they are on the lower side right now so they i'm not saying that they do not need some adjustments um anyway i think we are we have strayed (laughs) slightly from the errata which was the original uh subject of our conversation um i think i don't know it sounds like uh riker clearly you don't feel as positive can you kind of elucidate what specifically about because it sounds like on the uh what specifically in terms of like a model a specific change that kind of got to you it sounded like you were talking about thresher thresher's changes so
2: they made everything more expensive Basically. I mean, and that's fine, but then to hit their influence cap, like you said, is a little silly. Um, the way that you could have counteracted having models with good abilities is having models with higher influence. So if Bushel went up an influence, two influence, like Strictly the word said in their, in their last episode, if you give any model plus two influence, they're going to see the table. So if you picked two of those farmers that nobody was playing, if you gave Plowman two influence, people would lose their minds you would be like, oh my god, he's amazing. And you mean he, he, two, additional a, or... two additional influence? Two additional influence. God, if he, was a, if he
0: was a four, if he was a four-three. I don't care.
2: <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that that's the kind of stuff that you need to do. You, you don't need to increase stats. You need to increase either flexibility or just flat-out resources. You know, If you started giving other players planting season or, or something along those lines to be comparable, all you did was bring stuff down. So now literally like you either you have a you have a fork in the road. We have to look and say, Well, this is okay, or well, this is in the garbage. Like, you don't get to be like, Oh, I'm excited for this thing. What are you excited for? All your shit got taken away. Sure. So, so I think Go ahead,
1: Chris. I think the thing about this errata that I really like is that the farmers now uh will be playing the way that it was pitched to me that they would play. So, the whole planning for future resources that get used up and all that. Uh, Previously, it was so much that they planted, and now you just pray to the dice gods that they fuck up. And... I don't know. I just think, regardless of if it's a good change or balance or uh people getting their jimmies wrestled, um, about like Captain's dealing tons of damage, which he still does. He's still going to he's still got the momentus two on two, which is huge. Um it's what is more advertised and it is I don't know, it's it is what got me excited to play farmers when they were announced last year before the book came out. Yeah, I, I think really. I was gonna jump boat and uh, play farmers all so, last year, but then, so, uh, so but then they all in uh, the production 2018? delays and uh, uh, OPness oh, and I didn't want to do it.
2: So, so you're all in for Farmers
0: 2018?
1: No, I'm all in Rats 2018. Oh, Did you the listen new to our kids, last huh? episode?
0: Oh, go figure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was not personally huge on the farmers but something about the errata kind of makes me want to snowflake into farmers 2018 but um i'm not actually sure that i would enjoy the playstyle before or after i mean thresher Mm -hmm. was fun i mean thresher was fun to play when he just like literally killed every single model in the game accidentally Mm -hmm. um for sure (laughs) but i think I, i think i agree with chris in regards to the fact that now the farmers kind of play more as they were meant to. I think I understand where you're coming from, uh, Riker in that when I this is something that isn't unique to Steamforged in any way, but when balance changes are done, very it's very typical, not always, but very typical for companies to tone down things, right, that were egregiously un, uh overtuned. Um because that is they're responding to the demand of the community right uh, what typically doesn't happen as much is the under the uh, tuning up of models that are undertuned in the same like, the same time the biggest thing like people always say buff things what we you know when you're gonna nerf things and I actually agree with that in concept um, I uh, no, I, I agree with it. Uh, yeah, like I think that is how it should be done typically. I think that was not the intention or like had that been what they were going to do for this errata, it wouldn't have come out at this point. I don't think they are ready to make good de- they they weren't ready to make good decisions. Now you know, whether or not they should be ready or not, that's a separate question. But I just think as it was realistically, the only changes they were gonna be ready to make that were gonna be at least, you know, given the proper testing and uh you know, thought, were going to be those tune- tuning down changes. Um, so,
2: something, I mean, we already it. had pitchforks at the door, right? Like, people were losing their freaking minds over Thresher. So, I think at this point, I mean, I can be honest, like, the people in the community, if they just, if they nerfed those players and then buffed anything in the guild, people still would have been losing their minds. This is ridiculous, how did they get a buff? This is They were already broken, rabble, rabble, rabble.
0: I mean, yeah. There's no. There's no winning. <laughs>
2: um, so uh, overall, I, I think I agree with something that we heard online as well, which was I just do not want to see game development based on Pitchfork. So I, I don't want them to just kind of crumple and be like, "Well, people are complaining too much about this, so we gotta help them," because then it just turns into don't play the thing that's good right now, because it's or or just play it for as long as you can until it doesn't. It's
0: not good anymore. Sure. But I mean, I think, I think they largely haven't, I mean, there was, there was farmers specifically and they've done it with, you know, with Obulus when we were in the America was complaining and they did it with filet. Um, yep. but I don't know that, like, I mean, there are lots of other really strong guilds and, uh, mechanics right now that they could have touched and did not touch. I mean, you mentioned that rage, um, Hammer and Masons in general, yep. uh, engineers, like and Fish still, even after the slight change, they didn't do nearly as much as they could have if they were trying to pitchfork and like destroy Corsair because people were complaining about it. They lightly tapped Corsair, and maybe at a high competitive level, he is slightly less good, um, but I doubt you will see the Fish win rate significantly drop down. Um, so I think that overall, I think it's something to always be cognizant of. Um, I don't want the pitchfork uh, changes as well, you know, e- either. But right now, I'm not overly concerned. I-, I think I want. I'm super excited for season four changes when they make a where they've talked about how that's the time to make a lot of card changes. Yep. So we'll see see where they go with that.
2: I mean, we saw the changes from season two to season three, you know, a- and it's fine. We can just leave this as a band aid, and it is what it is. Um, Sucks-to-suck farmer players, and, uh, you know, uh, it was fun while I got to play it.
0: Just just as a disclosure note, the uh, what were the guilds that you were uh, mainly playing, Riker? Uh, farmers, uh, fish, and... and masons. Yep. So, so, masons Two out of three.
2: So, super sweet. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's enough rambling about the, uh, the errata. Uh, what, what else came out recently?
1: Piper. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jumping <laughs> into the sewers. <laughs> Along with uh, some sneak peek previews uh, through the um, Twitch streams. So, Shiggle
2: has been at full mass this entire time? And, yes. Uh, how
0: about you take uh, but, away? No. Well, so, so real, real quickly, though, just to give a bit of background. Um, if you have were not aware did not see Steamforged over the um, past was it about a week now has done two live streamed games of the rat catchers in which they basically gave us the vast majority if not all at this point of uh, the
1: main selling points of the models at least
0: at the least i think it's i think pretty pretty much everything is known at this point maybe we don't know one or two exact stats but other than that
1: yeah i think we're just missing a couple numbers
0: um, um but yeah so they they debuted the rats and showed all of uh, what they could do so Chris you are excited about this
1: yeah so I've been excited about rats since uh, since he was a boy because (laughs) yeah pundits got to see the captain I guess and it was man like holding back this information to talk about it was fun um (laughs) And I don't know, it's just like, it's a very dynamic style of play. And uh, they seem like a 2 2 to me. And they're, uh, you got, let's see, he's got the play where he gives them a sprint and a goal shot for three. It's a really big which, deal. yeah, it's a really big deal because you use that so much for positioning. I've played a couple proxy games with them. Uh, now since they've done the stream and I got to see Squeak. And Squeak has his uh, forced jog somehow and tag along, which is just super fun interaction. Mm -hmm. And all in all, I think these guys I think uh, my initial impressions is very mid-tier and because they don't have very good uh, um, ball recovery. It like all their threat ranges top out at nine and we've seen how that works out for uh butchers yep uh and that's within activation and yeah you could do haunting melody and you could maybe your opponent will give you the result you want but they shouldn't (laughs) and you shouldn't count on them doing that yeah like (laughs) that's just a bad that's that would be a bad habit to get into i think and um man i just love this guild they
0: just seem so fun (laughs) <laughs> so uh so yeah i think they i agree that they're definitely a 2-2 team they're interesting i think i agree with what you said in regards to the strengths and weaknesses um the, i like that steam forge created a very unique way to play to play uh that control and kind of goal scoring aspect um that is kind of in obulus and the morticians and kind of similar to the morticians in some ways but definitely very unique Um, And I see the guild playing, as you said, to the 2-2 and going in and starting to fight and get some takeouts um, and kind of position their models around or towards the midfield of the board. And then, I mean, if you're, you know, they can score an early goal um, with, you know, once they have the ball, they have a very long threat range uh, between Piper and other models on the team, including Bonesaw, et cetera. Uh, But also that, like, mid-game they're fighting they're fighting and then the ball become you know the opponent puts the ball into play because they need to do something with it i think that's where uh, piper and the rest of the team can get that ball back and then really quickly score like if piper ever goes into the mid you know goes into a model and can just tackle it and there's one of you know and then can push that model away and then can you know legendary everybody two inches towards the enemy goalpost and then pass to one of his models who then dodges up for and then gets reveried and then jogs another or sprints another eight inches and then shoots. That's like, I didn't see a score from anywhere. There's a mm-hmm. lot of janky goal threats that can happen. I think the like pure going to get like the ball is in the corner of the pitch, go and get it. They're not good at doing, but that like midfield playing and pushing models around and fighting. And then, Oh, now the ball's opportunistically, Live, I'm going to go after it and I can score like, you know, super quick.
2: So I really like the idea of another fragile control team. Um, I really like where they're kind of all at defensively. Um, It's it's interesting enough and it's a nice mixed bag of stats. Um, What I love is like the difference between them and Butcher's is that, yes, it's three influence, but like the difference between them and Butcher's is my, whatever, my shank runs and grabs the ball until shank goes again he can't do anything so like being able to be like no i ran and grabbed that ball if you let piper go you you set a dilemma in your dilemma then i'm gonna be able to go and shoot where it's kind of like i can hold that there and until you respond to it it's still a threat that's that kind of cool almost soft control where your opponent can do something about it it's do they have the time because you know this there's a threat over here as well so uh not to mention um you know, you can be fragile, but disease is going to tax people. So it's that cool kind of taxing control as well. Um, that, you know, well, maybe I can't kill your player at, uh, you know, 14 boxes, but I can kill him at 8. And he's just, how well, the long? The best part is it's going to tax yourself, too. That, too. So, again, I'm all for a new team adding a very cool and dynamic um, playstyle that speeds the game up. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely just would like to
1: add something before I forget it again. Um, the fact that they added a guild that is fairly vanilla and doesn't have a ridiculous amount of trap or harvest markers mm-hmm. or uh, marker Yay! markers <laughs> yes. or you know like all this stuff like this is a guild that you don't have to like tell anybody any. Anything that's, like, not really part of the game Mm -hmm. for them to understand. And that's just... Ah, so fun.
2: (laughs) So, I I think, looking forward, this is why I'm really excited about the minor guilds. It feels like, you know, they can have a gimmick or they can have their thing, and it can be extremely contained. And I agree with you, you don't need to have tokens all over the table, like stupid bear cub tokens. Anyways, moving on. Um... (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, I agree. I think they're going to be really cool on the table, and uh, I can't wait to see them.
0: Yeah, I think it's also really cool that these minor guilds uh, are able to take players, and um, I'm not going to say that they make Veteran Graves and Bone Saw good, but like you can create, like you can take players from guilds and create new synergies and new things. Um, with these minor gills and new interactions that can help to, you know, like for example, the difference between bone saw in morticians and bone saws, bone saw in and rats is like amazing. I much, yeah, night and day. I still don't think bone saw is a good player, but he is much, he has like, he has a thing that he does really well in rats. Yes. That is cool. And I would consider bringing it a decent amount of the time while in mort's, it just, <laughs> it, it, yeah, uh, not not to the same degree. So you can, you know, it's cool that you can create new um, game plans and new, uh, new ways of playing players without necessarily changing the players, even if they sh- ultimately still should have a change. But like, you know, I'm just in my mind, I'm thinking like, man, Granite's a good model if she can get where she needed to be and stay alive. Um, so that's like really the, exciting.
2: Is that now we're going to go yeah. into an age of guild ball where you're going to have – you're going to be playing your guild and you're going to enjoy it. And then after X amount of time, you just get two new players and you get to mix it up and it's going to – I think it's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's really cool. Yeah. So overall, super positive. Rats look cool. I think competitively, Chris kind of said, I think they're going to – I don't know if you were speaking to their competitiveness when you said kind of mid-tier. Or if oh,
1: you were... yeah. I was, I was speaking competitiveness. But that is obviously a hot take. I have only gotten two uh, shadow boxing
0: proxy games oh, against man. my x I mean, that is still more than most people, so... It's
2: okay. <laughs> it's okay. So like, we understand. You're trying to scare everybody away so you can get that badge, wear it with pride, and then yeah, never let it go.
0: They're, they're a crappy guild. Nobody play them ever <laughs> until I get the launch badge. <laughs>
2: screenshot. Screenshot. Okay, bottom, I don't
1: care anymore. Bottom tier. Trash. Do never play them. Uh, <laughs> give me... If you buy them, give them to me. Um. (laughs) Uh,
2: So, uh, something else came out, or is coming out, right? No, it's out. uh, No, it's it's It's
1: out. It's officially out and able to be played, and I believe will be played at this weekend's Bourbon Trail Open. Oh,
0: dip? Nice. What is it? It is the game plan cards. There we go, boys. (laughs) That's what I was waiting for. (laughs) um shall we kind of go through the, through these since they are quite new and we are the first podcast that I know of that is first place about that. winner Put away yeah. I am
1: I'm am okay with going through these um but I will say that we are going to go through them in initiative order rather than the order that they were printed in oh my
0: god why
1: because that's structured this
0: agent of chaos. Um, that's gonna so... be so hard for me because I'm all right. You're, you know what?
2: Then you're I, have list right here.
1: Cool. I have a list right so here. I have a list right
2: here. So you go. It's all you. It's the you show.
1: So well, let's start with how have... do you
0: how do you use them?
1: How do you use them? Okay, good, good, good <laughs> talk. Um, so it's okay. He's new you know to words, in, You know how in Guild Ball you have the dice roll at the beginning uh-huh. to determine who uh, has initiative? Well, uh, that's gone. Um, replace the die, die roll with playing one of these cards. There are 18 cards in the deck. They're dealt out like guild plots. And they're dealt out seven to each player and four to the uh, pile of doom. Um, you'll pick five mm-hmm. at the beginning of the game. And you got to go with that. So you're basically front-loading all your die rolls to the beginning of the game. And starting at round uh, at turn two, you'll play one of your uh, plot cards, which has an initiative value on it, along with an influence uh, modifi- uh, modifier value and a text effect. And that adds with your momentum from the previous round to... Uh, count your initiative score really
0: yeah so if for say at the end of turn one team a has three momentum and team b has one momentum uh and team a plays a plus three card giving them a total of plus six uh and team b plays a plus seven card team b will win um no rolls made it just happens so just, just spelling
2: that out. The days of crappy stories where you had a plus three, you rolled a one, they rolled a six, and you, you got angry, are gone. Yeah. Forever. Story of
1: my last Thresher game. Before yeah, but now, a... but you know, but now <laughs> it's
0: going to be like, oh man, I played my plus six card and they played their plus seven. What a jerk.
1: Well, at that point, you were uh, either yeah. Why did you play your only plus... ahead yeah. by one? That's true. So, just should have gotten good. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Damn it, I always forget to do that. It's the hardest part of field ball. (laughs) All right, highest initiative,
1: go. So the highest initiative is tied between two. There is the Initiative, which has an initiative value of seven, influence value of zero, and uh, it basically gives the... You use raise the stakes from Lucky's card. Both players make a four-inch dodge starting with the player with with
0: initiative. Chris, you're doing a great job at reading those out. Exactly, so that people can understand them, because not everyone will know what Raise the Stakes is from Lucky's card. So, yeah.
1: And I clarified. All right, Go ahead. Now you have, and the other one you have is Lone Striker, which has an initiative value of 7 and an influence value of negative 1. And if your team has initiative, the first model to activate has minus 1 tech this turn. Great.
0: Right. Right continuing on. Let's uh, are we going to wait? Are we going to stop and talk about each one as we go through? Or do you want to talk about
1: I think uh, stopping through each one would probably be the easier way. All right, let's Race do it. Then.
0: What do you think? All right, C is the
1: initial. I think th- I think this is one of the best ones in the set. It doesn't have a very big downside. Um but it has a very big upside of the 7 interest value and no modifier to influence.
2: When somebody wants to get a wraparound turn when they have a murder ball and you can just dodge out of danger, that's a really big help.
0: Yeah. Are you wait, are you counting that as a, a downside? Sorry? As
2: an upside.
0: Upside to have So you're like, party.
2: oh man, yeah. Corsair dragged me because he doesn't have average and greed anymore, so he can't kill my player. Um like, oh man, he's gonna like, you know, bottom a bottom a turn, top a turn me. Well, I want initiative. My guy is gonna dodge four inches out, and yes, you can dodge somebody into me, but it's it's not gonna be the same.
0: It's not the same as having three people there. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think this is definitely the strongest, as we'll talk, the stronger of the seven plus seven cards, and it's strong because it is a plus seven. So if you want to go first, I mean, play this. You know, if you need to go first, play this card. Yep. Um. I, but yeah, I think the four-inch dodge for both. Definitely, the four-inch dodge for your opponent can be a negative, but I oh, think yeah. uh, it is hard to uh it is a hard thing to really bite you Like if it's unless it's obvious as to what the model the opponent needs to dodge and that absolutely ruins your plan but most of the time you can like i mean if you need to score a goal you and you know you have the ball and it's like it's gonna be a game-winning goal go ahead and make your four inch dodge yeah they can four inch dodge somebody but now you just had an increased four inch goal mm-hmm. threat yeah so uh Pretty, pretty darn good, and no negative influence, which I think is huge.
1: Yep. So the other one I don't like so much. It's got the negative influence and the negative tack if you're going first. I can only see this really if you've got um, if you either really want to go second for some reason or uh, you have a game winning uh, takeout or goal run insights and you have to go first and the plus one tack isn't going to take that off the board like you've got a low defense model that you can bounce off of for your goal run or uh you've got somebody near death like sitting right in front of you i mean
0: here's what i'm gonna say uh, go ahead, go ahead. i was gonna say i think you take this card when you don't draw c as the initiative and you want to have one of your five cards depending on what else you have have that plus seven so that if you absolutely need to decide who goes first and second, you have the best chance of, of having it happen. But I don't think you would take it if Seize the Initiative is in your hand. And you may not always take it regardless, mm-hmm. but I mm-hmm. definitely think like if of the two, you will never take it over the other one, I, I think, um, unless you were going to take both and you got both? I don't know. Um, remains to be seen. But uh, yeah, I think this is one that you take like in the, like, alright, it's not the greatest, but I do want the option of having a boss set.
2: So, um, especially with, uh, was it, Lone Striker or whatever, um, somebody yeah. like Shark doesn't care. Like, even attack five, you're still going to get the momentous dodge on one. You should get it. But... Unless we're talking about some, like, crazy, bulky models. If he has to
1: tackle, it could be an issue. If he
2: has to tackle, absolutely. I think he has to have the ball. But if he does, you can go for that, like, nope, I'm going to score now. And just boop. And unless they have seized the initiative, you, you should have built some momentum. But him attack five, he'll get the momentous dodge, maybe even two, and then shoot and score. Um, so I think it's very particular with who... I think they have to have the ball already. But I think it does have some applications.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, again, I okay, think it's so, one where you, if you really need to go first and you don't have the other card. <laughs> oh,
1: great. Yeah. So moving on to the plus sixes, uh, you have sell it to the crowd, uh, which has uh, plus six initiative, minus one influence. Um, and you can use run the length without spending momentum. The other one, the good one, uh, <laughs> is Grud match, grudge match. Plus six initiative, minus one influence, and both players get to use a uh, singled out on a specific oh. squatty. Just which non is captain, a non-captain, non
0: non-mascot. non-mascot. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So it's uh, interesting. You said uh, you said that one was the good one and one was the bad one. Okay,
1: not necessarily <laughs> good one, but. N- not the bad one
0: okay <laughs> i'm actually so i am not a big fan of either of these and that might be because for me the influence value is like a super big upside or downside right? um plus one is like a huge bonus so like to get minus one i want like a huge bonus and for let's start with so for the crowd being able to you like when you score a goal you can use run the length without spending mp just means that you will literally have one additional MP. momentum point like that's not that i don't care about that and plus 6 is nice but there are plus 7 cards and
1: yeah that's not really a huge
0: benefit yeah and if i don't have either of the plus 7 cards i'm like it's not yeah it's yeah i, I don't unless i had a really the, the bad the other hand. one like
1: go ahead grudge match i think is really good for like if you've got an important kill lined up on the table and you need to take it first, I think that opens up a really
0: good opportunity for uh, getting that singled out. Okay. I guess if that singled out, like, makes that kill, like, super likely, then yes, I could see that being good. Or, like, like it's
1: a, a kill into another kill or something, like, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I mm-hmm. see some more use from that. It's not my favorite, but, like, if you can minimize, like, if the the downside, like, you're playing against Sharkfish, and you need a takeout and a goal to win, and he needs two goals or something like that, you go and kill the model that's singled out, and now, I mean, sure, he can use singled out to, like, go in and score... But, like, it's not, you know, like, the downside, like, you're not gonna, is not gonna just trade a kill for a kill. Or maybe you're at ten points and your opponent's at six, and you're just like, that's fine, let's just all lose models this turn, yeah. I will win the game first. Yeah. I don't know. It's alright.
2: It's weird that you get singled out, you get a reasonable amount of initiative value, but you get minus one influence and your opponent gets singled out? It's like, Err.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's a their, big trade-off. Uh, I think that... Uh, but, uh, go ahead. That go ahead with uh, that and season Initiative, I really
0: I like their design for the double-edged sword style mm-hmm. thing that they got going on. But you know what the saddest situation is? What's that? You you play Grudge Match. Your opponent plays um, uh, plus seven or, or whatever. They just the roll, and you lose the roll with your <laughs> plus six. And then they get to put singled out on you first and then they get the kill on your model. <laughs> You're just at minus <laughs> that, one. Now that do. is
1: that is really sad, but uh they would have to be you would have to be like at least even on momentum race or down on the momentum race. So uh yeah. get, get so don't play it in that like, situation. Probably don't yeah, don't play answer. it in a situation where you think it's gonna really screw you over. I was thinking
2: more along the lines of like you play that, they play C's, and then they uh, they dodge away the singled out model. Like first activation they just run that model like out of dodge.
0: He was like, No, come back, no <laughs> <laughs> You were
2: supposed to die no.
0: That actually I totally think that C's initiative is like the hard counter into that good match right there. <laughs> I feel like we can say that into a lot of cards. But um what
2: was the other one again? Sell it. Uh, Sell it to the crowd. Run Sell the link for the free crowd. for the same. Uh, do, we, stats. do we think that's gonna be solid? I think.
1: Uh, yeah, moving on to the five yeah, initiative exactly. values. <laughs> I think it's uh, the a first very the first two good. five initiative values are uh, zero. They provide zero influence. Um, the first one is fullback. Uh, first time a model charges, while within 8 inches of an edge, it spends one less influence. Mm-hmm. So basically it's the wing old wingback wing plot yeah. card. Uh, then you have go for the knees. One friendly non-captain model gains plus one tech. Oh. And then we have a third uh, five in- initiative, and it has a minus one influence value. Uh, friendly models gain showboating, which is on Midas' card. And it says uh, one less MP to use. Uh, teamwork actions. Teamwork actions, yeah, the teamwork actions. So dodging and whatnot. Okay,
0: so the first two, fullback, the one that gives the old wing back benefit um, with the plus five initiative value, and go for the knees, um, both of those to me are super soft. I mean, go for the knees might be one of the most like solidly might not be the best one um like overall it's a
1: combination of stats and like no penalties yeah it just just, gives you good things it's the
0: most it's the the most consistently i think useful like it helps you to get initiative pretty well plus five is a good number Mm -hmm. and plus one tack is super powerful especially if you can be in the situation where you want to go first um, not like the most crucial ever but you want to go first and get a takeout and you can do it with a non-captain model <laughs> or you
1: simply predict that they don't have a 7 or 6 there's only 4 other cards that yeah. well, could be I mean, there
0: again the
2: number of times you're like man I'm already 3 up so if I play a 5 and they play a 7 it doesn't matter Right. Like you don't right. need to be six up on your opponent to make it really worthwhile. Like three is not a hard number to get to. Yeah, for sure. For I sure. Don't
0: th-
1: I don't think there will ever be a time where I'm not happy to see this card in my, uh, seven
0: that I draw. No, yeah. I will literally never not keep this. Card. <laughs> it's, Hot yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, and then fullback, I think, well, maybe not as overall good. I mean, wingback is a, it was, was a solid card, especially yep. for teams that can take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's it's
2: solid. We've also, like yet to say this, like you th- there there will be a consistent number of games where you have to play all of these cards. So like, yeah. keep, keep yeah. that in mind when you're just like, you know, oh, I picked this one. Oh, I picked this one. And then like, you know, round 4, round 5 come around, you're like, "Oh, this isn't going to be good." <laughs> yeah. yeah. So like, we'll, we'll get vanilla to the we'll But go ahead. You
0: I was going to say you'll we'll get to that cuz that actually is an interesting aspect of the fact Absolutely. that like you have a hand and if you play this great card but then later on, that means the cards that you have uh, are not what you want to do. That could—that's uh, like an additional level of, uh, of planning and strategy and decision making that's added to the yeah, game. Yeah, and
1: turn turn six, you'll have played all your cards, and then you'll have to reshuffle and uh, walk through. If you somehow reach turn seven, and you guys still haven't won.
2: Yep. Oh God, the clock turns. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> But, then, uh, so the uh, so other one
1: stick to stick, the plan. So,
2: yeah. oh, wait, side note, side note. The, I think the showboating one's really good. You think it's good? I think it's gonna be stick to the plan. Teams that um, uh, that burst and showboat a lot and win because of it.
1: I, I don't like it at all. Fair enough. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say, thing. I'm
0: gonna say it depends. Um, in a team like. Engineers, especially if you're at like a goal, so that the minus one is not a big penalty, you can still be at thirteen. That's just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a team that really loves momentous teamwork actions. Uh, yeah, no, that's. I mean, I'm just imagining actually pin vice with that. Yup. Yeah. There, there are situations. Oh my god, pin that vice with good. that. Pin vice with that.
2: Live yes. action of Mike's brain exploding.
0: That's. uh <laughs> That is uh that that sounds like a great nine momentum turn where pinvice travels like 18 in- inches Casual. and then goes no big deal. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, so <laughs> stick to the plan. Yeah. Good. Solid I think carb. for
1: most teams though you're not going to really want to pick it.
0: Yeah, no no, I agree. It's not like, I, I mean it, I guess if you, as, yeah. if you
1: just get like a complete crap hand and this is the only high initiative value you get uh yeah, I guess take it. <laughs>
0: Whatever man (laughs) I like it better than Greg. But (laughs) anyway (laughs) Moving on
1: Next So four initiative values All of these Have four initiative value And zero influence value You have back in the game First time A friendly model is taken out Reallocate its influence to another Model within eight inches Keep the ball moving Friendly models gain plus one, plus zero kick. Keep your chin up. The first time a friendly model uses come on, mate, it may, it may without uh, spinning momentum. Um, and wingbacks, uh, very confusingly named. Mm-hmm. Uh, the friendly model, <laughs> which activates eight inches from the edge of the pitch, gains shadow-like. All
0: right. Um, real quickly, I want to... Um, can we just talk about the fact that um, wingbacks is just like better in every circumstance than uh, what is it? Uh, four no, back. Are sorry, uh, that, sorry uh, no. I'm thinking of get back in there, which is we haven't talked about yet. So never mind. We'll get to that uh, in yeah, a second. Yeah. I thought it was a four. I thought it was on the four, uh, the four nope. track. So okay,
1: it's uh, coming up next. So what? We'll,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. Uh, back in the game. Let's start with that one. Back in the game.
1: All right. Um, Seems fine. So this one, oh man, I I saw Henry K, a big player from the UK, uh, come up with this either in the Discord or on the forums or something back when it was GIC Union cards, and think about the combination of either gutter or rage or gutter and rage specifically um red fury scything blow killing in a uh, friendly model in her uh range while killing other people and then getting more influence to continue scything mm-hmm. blowing and this th- it'll be really fun for the union players i think that much <laughs>
0: um yeah that's that's a cute like niche thing that could occasionally happen where you're able to kill right. your own models for a benefit um,
1: outside of that it's a good insurance policy though
0: yeah i i think it's an okay card when you don't have anything like a turn where you're like i don't feel strongly about what i need to do right now but i might lose a model this turn so it'd be nice to not lose that influx
2: man my captain shouldn't die but should i give him a full stack Urgh, Now you could just do it
0: yeah I do. I do like that. Yeah,
1: I, th- mm-hmm. I. think all the four initiative value plot cards for like. I mean, spoiler alert, but I think all the initiative value four cards are just always. They're really solid, and they're not gonna. They're not gonna blow your mind, but they're really solid.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. next one. Keep the ball moving.
1: Plus one, plus zero kick. Uh, again with the pin vice. Um <laughs>
0: Five tag kicks.
1: yeah five dot kicks i feel free to pinball your way across the field without worrying about it
0: (laughs) uh all right i think it's pin vice time that's that's what you guys are telling me (laughs)
1: yeah
0: uh free no yeah i think keep the ball moving solid card uh any i think i mean literally any turn where you think you might kick the ball at least one time uh having plus one plus zero kick if you don't need something else is solid um yeah, Along with a decent initiative value. Yeah, with a decent initiative and value. No, and no penalty. penalty. Yep, it's solid.
1: So, uh, unless you have anything to add, I got nothing. Yeah. All right. Again, I agree yeah, with you guys. I think t- this
2: is more vanilla. Just kind of not bad, not good. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I think it yeah, can
0: your, be good. Keep your chin up, mate. We'll, yeah. Uh, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> 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 I love how
2: all of these cards are amazing segues. So. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The first time a friendly model uses come on, mate, it may use, do so without spending M, uh, MP. So, yeah, this is two free momentum points for you to use uh, to gain initiative on your next role.
0: So I also... Go ahead, Gregor.
2: Uh, not only that, but, like, the early turn, like, I need that guy to do something. So, but I don't have any momentum. Yeah. I don't really have a way to build it.
1: Or like, they're knocked down, and I would really like a gang up bonus right now, Mm -hmm. but I have to attack them twice to get momentum to do so. Yeah, not happening anymore. Mm -mm.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's fantastic for those turns where they're like, okay, I want initiative, I have a model that's being threatened, either it's knocked down or it's taking a bunch of damage, and I really want to go get a bunch of work done with my model, and then... Heal that other model or stand up that other model, but boy, do I really not like the fact that I just spent two momentum on that of the four to five that I generate or three mm-hmm. to yeah, yeah. So now I can do it for free. That sounds pretty sweet. I like three
2: ninety
1: nine.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. All right.
1: Wingbacks. Right. So uh, wingbacks, no. we can cover when we go into the next shadow one. like
0: moving on. Well, yeah, no, we <laughs> should cover it with the next one because it is literally just a better. Yep, one
2: of the
1: next ones. So there are three, three initiative value plots. Uh, First one is get back in there. Is three, initiative zero influence and friendly models returning from icy sponge gain plus two plus two movement. These are all paraphrased um, because I have a list on my own for my own purposes. Um, (laughs) Midfield general. Uh, It's another three, zero, uh, zero influence. And friendly models gain plus one, plus one move, just in general. And then you have won't touch the hair, uh, which is three initiative value, plus one influence. That's the first time we're seeing that. And one friendly squatty gains poised. So,
0: Mike, go ahead and take it away on that uh, comparison. Okay, so get back in there uh friendly models return to the pitch due to icy sponge get plus two plus two move compared to uh wingbacks i'm struggling in my head to think of a situation where wingbacks isn't just better no matter what i mean i guess theoretically if there, if you have a model with a seven inch jog that runs through fast ground on its way coming back in and is no longer, thus no longer within eight inches of the pitch to benefit from, <laughs> from, uh, mm. from wingbacks. Shocking back on the field
1: 13 inches.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, I just don't see, I mean, <laughs> so wingbacks <laughs> just gives a better benefit because it affects all models within eight, as opposed to just models that have been taken out, which is <laughs> hopefully not hopefully right. not too hopefully we'll always be the bigger number
1: <laughs> so uh. i think here's a, here's my question on yes. this um and i don't know if we have an answer but uh it's worth checking the lawyers guild in a few days or so when that happens how long does the plus two movement last <laughs> it does not say until end of turn it does not say during the jog
0: yeah but you know what any any of the car um once the card goes away that effect is no longer there it's not perfect. yeah i
1: presume it's until no, the end of the turn. no no because but...
0: otherwise any of the cards none of the cards say well yeah. many of like for well one of the ones that we haven't gotten to yet says friendly models gain a benefit um but they don't gain that benefit if the card is not face up. So once the card goes away, the effect will go okay, away. Okay, so yeah. it's for the yeah. Turn.
1: I think I think that's a fair re- reading, and I think that's how the rule is. But it's just, you just it's you one just of those things that confused me, me on my. <laughs> it confused me on, and in the case since it's lasting until the end of the turn, uh, I think that evens up the uh, back in the game the difference between it and back in the game. A little bit. Um, or not back in the game. The other one. The Shadow-like. Whatever wing-backs. it's called. Wait, how does yeah, that. Wing bags. Yeah,
2: wingbacks. Okay. <laughs> you just say the good I, one or the
1: bad one. It's fine. Because <laughs> you'll be able to use that plus two movement twice.
0: So you're saying if Bolt is going. Oh, you're saying. No, I no, see what no. you're saying. no. Like, oh, yeah, like the model. Shark will get returns it it, onto sure. the
1: field, jogs nine inches or 11 inches on okay. in fast That's ground, fair. and then jogs or runs. Uh, 11, 11 or 13 inches, again. inches okay. again, you know? So there
0: we so. go. Now we have discovered... It, that was me not thinking about that yet. that That is a slightly more... You get an extra two inches from it um, for the models that have been taken out. That's, that is that yeah. is cool. Um, still... I think, for, it's I think right. for a
1: ball team, it's not bad.
0: No, it's not bad. I, I think, yes. If you're going to have... If Shark is going to go in, get his goal, and die, uh, it is really nice to have him, right instead of the, like, 90% of the board, like, to literally throw a 100% of the board, it's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, next one is midfield so, general. Plus yeah, one, plus midfield one, midfield
1: general. Good and vanilla. Riker. Always, yeah.
0: Uh,
2: I mean, there's vanilla. I'm waiting for something. I'm waiting for the chocolate. That's what I'm waiting for.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's it's vanilla. It's solid. I mean, plus, I mean, it's... Pretty much useful in almost any uh, situation. I think what's really cool for this card is like a turn two or a turn where the lines aren't still like aren't a hundred percent like the scrum hasn't a hundred percent formed yet. Yeah. That you could just right. drop this when your opponent was like, "I'm positioning ten point one inches away from hammer or you know whatever yeah. it is." And it's <laughs> you're like gonna, uh, you're gonna have to factor this in if you haven't Guess seen you it. Did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think it's a good card solid card uh and then won't touch the hair this might be one of my favorite cards too why is that uh because mm. it gives you plus one initiative which is awesome mm. um and you mean plus por- one influence sorry plus one uh influence and plus one initiative uh, is definitely not awesome <laughs> not, not as awesome yeah but i mean plus three is is what it is but plus one initiative i mean an influence Is a (laughs) solid... You really want to say initiative, man. I really do. Uh, Is really solid, and then poised can be super relevant uh, on certain models. Yes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it can be super relevant, but at the same time, it's only one momentum. I mean, that is the value of poised, is one momentum.
0: Yeah. Um, but it's one. But there could also be one momentum when you ne- haven't necessarily generated a momentum, or you the like good, need this... to keep a momentum. Like, yes, I want to counterattack you so bad, but I also want to score this goal on the next activation.
1: I so I think more so than that, it'll be like if you can read the charges, such as Boar or vet cat. But in that case, you still also got to have a two-inch melee to really be useful. So I mean, like if you can read the charge and that way you can defensive stance and poised for your first activation when you lose initiative.
0: Mm. -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that's pretty good. Go ahead.
2: When you are not sure you're going to go first. So you're playing a plus three, you're getting the influence and no matter what you're getting poised. So you're like, ah, I, I think I should win this one, but they might drop that like plus seven out of nowhere. So I don't want to be screwed but like I still need to try and score this goal so I'll play this. Yeah. So you still get the counterattack yeah. and you don't have to worry about it and you still have the the momentum to, to do something. So it's kind of mm-hmm. like a safe bet card.
0: Yeah, it's pretty I think it's pretty solid and there's some teams that really like the having that initiative like uh sorry, influence. No, no it's, just, it's just initiative now. It's just <laughs> the initiative. Influence is now <laughs> initiative. Just, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, Harvesters, like anyways, like blacksmiths, uh, they're a big one. Honor Mason; those are all teams that really love the idea of having an extra influence.
2: Yeah, farmers really want that influence. Back. Now they,
1: now they do. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's how they're balanced. blacksmiths do too. Blacksmiths could uh, really yep. use that. I think that.
2: blacksmiths are going to be the big winner on that end.
1: Yep. All right. So here's an uh, end of the twos. So we have two uh, two initiatives. One is dig deep it has a plus 1 in influence value <laughs> I caught it I caught it I caught it we're good. we're good what else the card do uh the card itself actually does friendly team gains two momentum points each time the enemy's team scores a goal
0: <laughs> whoopee <laughs> i like how, how <laughs> deadpan that was um yeah i mean the the benefit for the text isn't that good uh, The plus one. I mean, this card is when you really want plus Im- one influence value. Right?
1: <laughs> this is when
2: <laughs> I love how you just started avoiding saying anything because you yeah. were worried you were going to say it wrong
0: again. <laughs> yes,
1: this is what you want when you have when you want more money and you've already accepted your fate that you're going to lose uh, initiative oh, boy. because your opponent's up plus six already on you. <laughs>
0: yeah, you're I like, mean, well, I, guess, uh... I can always
1: do more money. Yes. Yeah,
0: I think no. I think it is good to have that more resource card. If you don't have it, um, if you don't have one of the other ones, or you just you want another plus one resource, is good. Uh, and if your opponent is a team that needs to score goals, and this is you know their fish or their some you know their engineers, and this is one of their goals, and it doesn't it's not going to win them the game, uh, and but and you're they're gonna get it, and this is a turn they're likely to get it. Then yeah, I mean, might as well make me some money out of it.
2: We're we're hitting yeah. the uh, the era of comeback cards. Where like this is really where like like Selya was saying, you know, I'm I'm gonna lose, so I might as well get these bonuses. Also, two momentum is not gonna stop the fish player from going for the goal, which is nice. So like it doesn't it doesn't, like, slam on the brakes for the game. It's not like, you get 2vp if they score a goal. You're like, up, 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 wait a second. <laughs> but uh, I remember the uh, the GIC with Fish where every time they missed a goal, they got a point and people lost their minds. So it's a, it's a <laughs> nice give and take, and it doesn't slow the game down.
1: Yeah. So much mind losing for an alternate format. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is kick them while they're down. Uh plus two initiative and minus one influence. Uh all squaddies, all all. Friendly gain friendly, friendly, <laughs> friendly, sorry. Um, all gain. friendly squaddies gain shove the boot in, which is uh hoopers if they're knocked down you get plus one damage. And uh this is why Averis
0: and Greed is gone. Poof <laughs> Oh my god, imagine and Greed in Fish with this card. Yeah,
1: let me just do infinity damage.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, I mean, this is an interesting card. I like this one because by the stats alone on the bottom, it sucks. Um, But then the benefit is potentially hugely important and uh, meaningful. So, you really have to leverage that uh, plus one damage to make it worthwhile, but if you can, it could be good. But at the same time, you're committing a lot to it.
2: So, does this... I think this is a really
1: solid... Does this
2: game plan card thing put brewers
1: on the map? Oh, no, this is a game plan card that puts any team with good knockdowns, like, solid there.
2: Man, I'm so glad that we have a guild where their aesthetic is to knock people down and punish them for it.
1: Man. Yeah, Corsair's great. Oh.
0: Man, am I glad. <laughs> um, I actually, I mean, I think, no, but fighting I think it actually is. Everybody. <laughs> who, who's I actually going think this to, is pretty good live for
1: Spigot. Oh,
2: Spigot will man. murder the world.
0: And he'll murder everything. I think this actually is pretty good for, in a way, for Brewers more yeah. so than oh, yeah. other There's teams certain... because... Well, I mean, I was going to say specifically because the negative initiative is... Uh, damn it. You know what? Negative initiative. <laughs> I mean, the it's pretty close to negative influence. when you're only a
2: plus two. Exactly. So, it's like, a, we're splitting the,
0: the, the, the negative resources are <laughs> less important because if you're playing Tapper, you have old Jake's, you can uh-huh. make up some of that yeah, yeah, so you can get around it and still do fine, and you can also kill every model.
2: Or you can get your harvest markers and all your extra influence.
0: There you go. Mm-hmm. Just put 20 hey, down. think
1: about that uh, yeah, this is super helpful for farmers. Think about
0: Think of all the, the, the damage Thresher will do.
1: Oh, tooled up and all sorts other but stuff. But guys, let's think about think about Hammer, though. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah so yeah guys th- think about this card
0: <laughs> oh my goodness can i can i i am really excited for the first time i get to put hammer with tooled up and uh iron fist and shove the boot in
2: <laughs> momentous five <laughs> double push on what three
0: yeah. Well, you mean you mean you mean momentous yeah. you mean momentous for damage with a push on one.
1: <laughs> How much brutality?
0: But, but Thresher I mean, was is, the problem, guys. Remember that. And, uh,
2: Remember
1: that. Anyway, I think I think the big winners here on this card specifically would be like Union Fish, Brewers, uh, Blacksmiths masons, maybe engineers.
0: It's models with, it's it's teams that want to do damage that have accessible knock uh, downs, yeah. especially ones that are on their work models like captains and whatnot. Yep. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, no, the captains won't gain it. It's squaddies. Remember that.
0: Oh, that's right. So, a captain that oh, can yeah, readily... so hammer.
1: Hammer, rip hammer. Yeah, um, hammer doesn't, yeah. And rip
0: pressure. So, disregard everything we said sucks. for the last five minutes. <laughs> oh, man. I guess like a <laughs> momentous okay.
2: three and a on
1: one,
0: mm. <laughs> I mean, I think it's still pretty solid. So, womp, womp. yeah, yeah.
1: Mallet. Oh, uh, anyway, mallet. Um, Anyways, no, <laughs> we can we can keep name dropping, or we can move on to the one insert edition, player right? here. <laughs> Next card. Does it have a KDE? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hunker down. It is a plus one, plus one. Um, friendly models gain resolute. While within the friendly half of the pitch, this is Jack's character trait uh, where he gets plus two tack uh, for making counter attacks. Uh, mm-hmm. It'll work a lot better on everybody but Jack. And <laughs> um, the other one is plus one, plus one as well offside trap. Enemy models must spend one extra momentum. For a shot on goal, if it's the closest model to the
0: goal. So let's talk about that one second. First, with the easier one yeah. to talk about. Sure. Um, hunker down. I think it's another one. If you don't care about whether you're going first or not, it's solid. Um, you yeah. get the you get the resource benefit. You was it end... plus one? Yes, it is plus one. Okay, that's a big deal. Um, and the. I mean, resolute is a, like can be a, a really solid. So you're more likely to go second, or at least to lose the initiative roll. Sure. So if you are, if your opponent goes first, at least your counter attacks are, you know, that you the counterattack that you have is more potent. Um, and there are some models with plus two tack where their counter like means that unless the op- enemy That's has scary. A, yeah, well, I mean, unless they have a knockdown or they can dodge out and back in, they like literally can't go into. Imagine imagine a striker model trying to get the ball off of uh benediction with red yeah blue. yeah <laughs> or how about
1: i mean mash like that makes howzat so accessible yes, yes. So, so uh
2: if this card was a zero i think it it would be kind of garbage zero, zero on which one? for influence okay. agree um, i think that's the thing that's kind of making it okay in my head um just because um it already cut the 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 board in half it has to be on your friendly half and uh counter i mean there are also cases where the plus two really didn't mean anything sure um and as opposed to other you know low plus influence cards like it's really on your opponent to give you the value, whereas other cards that you're just getting value. Um, so that that's my only concern. I, I don't think it hits, like, auto-pick for me, but it's definitely in the running.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, I think it's another kind of solid one.
1: Yeah, it's... I don't know. I don't, I don't think you'll be super unhappy to see it. Um, but it's not going to, like, get you real excited. Speaking of auto-pick... Yeah, oh, off side-track.
0: <laughs> side mm-hmm. Yeah, this okay, one's a really so this other one Go I ahead. needed
1: to make a clarification. Um, mm-hmm. it is not I misspoke on the other one because I miscopied it. Uh, the exact text is an enemy model must spend plus one additional NP to make a shot or a snapshot if it is closer to the friendly goalpost than any other model.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 I don't know what that's different than you what could, you said you before. You could run but... one of
2: your models base to base with the goal.
0: <laughs> sure. It doesn't,
2: it doesn't have so like yeah, certainly you can do that. Yeah, yeah. But... I mean, uh,
0: sure. Is it?
1: Is it? Uh, is it closer? To is the closer to the goalpost? Regarding, is the goalpost the object? It uh, is. In which case, it Sorry. is. Uh, it is probably. Pretty dang good. Uh-huh. Or is the person making the shot the object? In which case, it has to be closer to the goalpost than a model. So I could just have a model in my melee zone or just outside of it, and as long as I'm not absurdly close to your goalpost, I'm getting the
0: benefit. Wait. So, all right. So, Chris, this is how it works. <laughs> if. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, you watch? Did you watch curling during the Olympics?
1: No, I don't. Do you know, know uh, curling? All right, Winter Olympics,
0: well, man. All right, certain, all right. Well, so no, in curling, in curling, America won. What the hell? <laughs> in curling, the way that it scored is whatever they measure, whichever. uh I think it's a puck. I don't know what it's called. the it's rock um, it's stone, <laughs> the stone, whichever one is closer, right? in absolute distance to the center bullseye uh, object thing area uh, <laughs> get, gets it. So if your mod, so you basically, if you are ever trying to make a s- shot or a snapshot and we measure, and there is no other model in the game that is closer to my goalpost than your model, then you are spending one additional MP. So yes, you can. I'm not so sure
1: that that is the rule. What's I the alternative if, al- I think if the, <laughs> wait if what is the alternative explanation uh... so you're you're measuring from the you're assuming that the goalpost uh, requires the player to be closer than any other player
0: I uh-huh. am saying
1: that the other way it could be read because English is a terrible language okay go ahead is if it is closer to the if the model who is making okay. the kick uh-huh. is closer to the goalpost than any other model as in closer to the goalpost than a model that is nearby I I'm think you're okay, right, Riker. Do, you do you understand
0: do you understand what he's saying
2: I'm just going to go with the goalpost is the object
0: and that's that's it <laughs> yeah yeah I don't I literally don't get the alternative uh, explanation I, that you just I hope
1: said. it is that way because uh, I hope it's, it is the goalpost is the thing that it matters, but it's like it I don't know. All right,
0: I, I so it's it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a a, a hot take, hard call here. That <laughs> that's how it works because the other one literally makes no sense to me, and I consider myself a decently educated human. Being, so. Either
2: way, I I think that um this <laughs> card will cause for a lot of judge calls. Um. For some very close measurements, um, and uh, quite a bit of pre-measuring to be like, okay, you're whatever two point two inches away from the goal. I'm gonna be two point three or whatever.
0: Okay, we're good. Okay, shoot. But I think um, I mean I think it's kind of cool that you can. You know, put, I mean, it doesn't always work, but you get the plus one uh, influence value regardless. Yes. And if you're if you have models that your opponent wants to bounce off of uh, in order to get to goal threat range, well, they can't. Like, they can't if you have no model, if your opponent has a ball on a 6-inch kick striker, or even an 8-inch kick, if you are further than that distance away from the goal, then they can't shoot. I mean, unless they generate multiple momentum, but, like, they can't, they, you know, they can't not uh, they can't not prop the, the card. So, I think it's Cool. It's situational, but I think in the situations where it happens, you'll so, be like, take I'm,
2: that. I'm kicking off as Fish. I have Shark. Shark can be very oppressive on a kickoff if you don't know how to play against it. He also gets Lone Striker. So now Shark is attack 5, but he's guaranteeing that he goes first. You play this card knowing that it, it's just a, 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 a high-initiative card eater early game when you don't really have any guys near the goal... Or, or you know, to to a reasonable measurement at the deployment line, so those like dive bomb players that are really good on kickoff, this is a really great turn one card, because now they need to build that extra momentum that they just can't get.
0: Yeah, I mean, like it basically, if you, for example, if missed, the opponent has missed, and missed mm-hmm. has the ball, um, you play this card down. If you if you have no model within eight inches of the goal, um, mm-hmm. then he just can't score with mist first activation. I mean, I mean, unless he can walk to melee with you and generate two momentum, which is like super risky with the attack four model. You also um, start
2: to get into weird layering things where it's like, okay, I go with compound first and put up the, the, the plus one anyways. So <laughs> now it's going to yeah. be plus one either way. And it's just, you can create some really cool traps.
0: Yep. Cool. I think it's cool. Next card. That's it. That's good. it. Good. That's it. All right, overall thoughts. Let's uh, let's just roundtable it. Go. I think
2: this is a very good first draft of the cards, and I really like the idea of taking the die roll out of the game. I think people enjoy Guild Ball as a whole because it is very chess-like, where a lot of times um, good play is rewarded, and you can kind of push the advantage. Um, we still play a dice game to make it exciting, but um, I think these really help out what's going
0: on. Chris?
1: Uh, I have very mixed thoughts on these. So, uh, before I became a Gilball player, I played the Game of Thrones LCG from Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, if you haven't played it, don't.
0: <laughs> Fantasy Flight doesn't know what they're doing. Um,
1: but it used to be really good. And, <laughs> and they had these, uh, they had what were called plot cards. Mm-hmm and you had us you built your deck with seven plot cards in them yep and instead of having your lands like in magic the gathering and stuff all your gold and your in, initiative value was taken from those plot cards and so you had the same mechanic as what's in this game now only you got to choose which ones you were taking by deck building i think those plots were a little more devastating But I know where you're coming from. Right. But the point being, I really liked the fact that you get to choose. I'm not so crazy on keeping the old guild plot uh, draft from the shared deck. Deal out
2: almost half the deck and you almost get all the good cards.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like there's going to be those games you get where you get seven of the worst cards and like, but, you know, you get are two, there seven you get, bad
0: cards in this deck? Seven I don't cards think that there's you exactly would pick. Exactly
1: seven bad cards. But I think there could be a situation where you could only pick three to four decent ones. What I'm more worried about
2: is uh, I don't know off the top of my head because I can't really remember. This is actually the first time I talked about the game plan cards. So um, if you just get a handful of negative influence cards, uh, that that could definitely be a negative play experience. You're getting cool abilities, but you're always going to be down one influence.
0: I
1: am. I don't know. It, checking. It's it's one of those things. I think it's I think it's a, uh, I think it's a bit
0: better than.
1: Okay, it is the... literally
0: impossible. Wait, it is literally impossible. Die to get roll all negative influence cards. That's good. So. At least right. Yeah. <laughs> so you will at least I have mean, two there's... turns of, Sweet. of not negative influence. <laughs> Gosh,
2: <laughs> golly, Mister. Thanks. <laughs> And one of those, my first player has minus one tech. It's going to be great. <laughs>
0: Go ahead, Chris. Oh, man.
1: So I don't know. I just think it could be a little bit better. Um, I think for a first try at this thing, this is really cool. I kind of hope that they uh, make some adjustments, uh, make the English a little clearer for us people who... Uh, don't specialize in comma placement um, for season four, but I'll gladly accept them. And I've got a tournament coming up this weekend. That I have to play them at, so uh, I guess I gotta figure out how right, to. I'm, even...
0: a, I'm gonna let you finish, but I'm just no, so I'm hyped. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty hyped for the cards. Uh, of the three of us, I think I fall most on that on the hype side i think they are pretty well done and i I definitely can hear some of the uh you know there's always room for improvement but i think they really will have a really positive they add more decision making to the game but in a way that is not like uh unapproachable and i think it functions so much like it keeps that little hidden information aspect of the game that was cool and i like that hidden part of the game i come from games with lots of hidden information so having a little bit um especially something that i don't think i mean people may disagree with me but i'm not gonna get super frustrated it's like oh man he has plus one plus one move that's really good but i'm not gonna be like man that's so unfair how could that happen like i know that there is a decent chance that that is a card that could be played
2: yeah um, I mean, this is the closest we'll it. get to known information yeah, I mean, I mean it, it's, even, it's even sometimes in yeah. season three right now. You can have like, "Oops, gotcha with knee slider." LOL, Like, you know, now it's like, "Nope, this is the thing."
0: Yeah, you turn around it. Like, that that's true. Yeah, I think it's really good. A little bit amount of hidden information, but you, I mean, it's not hidden for that long, and yeah. it's not. Uh, um, I think it's really manageable, but I think it adds good decision making in the game. And this, like, we alluded to it earlier and started talking about it but i think this extra level of strategy where you are Mm -hmm. not only planning out what benefits do i need for this turn but what benefits do i need for this game and how do i string together these cards and combo together these cards so that i am like boom i'm benefiting from this card turn two but then turn five when i really need this other card i saved it for this later turn because i knew that i would need it like yeah there's a lot of depth to the decisions that could be made there and I think it's fun I don't know, to me, personally seems fun to to play around with
1: totally added a ton of depth I just don't like the randomization and uh
0: Chris just wants to draft the cards ahead of time so he can have all the best cards all the
1: time so what I'm interested in asking it's just, it's just one of those things like if they balanced it out so that you could build your deck of five cards or whatever then you go in knowing what you're going to get, and you don't have to worry about, well, I I know my f- opponents probably got the Seize the Initiative. Uh, they're a knockdown team, and they got the them While They're Down, and they got all the really good ones, and I got the okay at best ones. And You know, I, if... The other thing is okay. I'm not crazy about mind games. I've never been huge on mind games. I think they're best when they are in a fighting game where you have, like, three, five frames to react to something if you mess up and also you're going to play so many racks up with your friend that you're going to actually understand their mindset a little bit and you can kind of predict it. I don't know.
0: I love my my, my uh, game.
2: How would you feel Schlegel, if you, each person brought their own deck, they shuffled it and then like, or whatever, you hand it to the opponent they shuffle it and they deal you out the the what is it seven cards
0: seven cards yeah yeah
2: yeah so you might actually get the same card would you feel better
1: about that or no no not really no okay I think that's more or less the same thing only you have a higher chance of getting it because you'll you might be playing the same guilds that like the same plots so well you have uh, the you have the you would, you would it, you would I have an an equal, equal calculator. chance you would have yeah, an equal it chance of getting a card. Mm-hmm. yeah you have a uh, you have like a thirty-eight point eight repeating percent chance of getting any one specific card that you want out of a uh, out of the seven you're dealt. Sure. So okay. that uh, that is the one thing I do know about that.
0: <laughs> Got <laughs> Thanks for Take thanks that for to that. The now. Bank, everybody. <laughs> There's
2: your. Statistics. Don't say you didn't learn anything from us.
0: Um, I think one thing that could be if it wasn't. The downside that it could but you would have to be it would have to be put on like a clock or and timed in some way it would be really interesting to draft the cards uh at the beginning of the game and i mean that's not the way they set it up and i think the way they set it up works for like how they've been wanting to do it but that could be an interesting aspect if you wanted to remove some of the randomness and add an additional level of depth but we have what we have it is what it is um for better or worse
2: boom so all right this has been running long do you want to jump into the wink dungeon real quick
0: yeah let's just jump in answer some you know get our feet wet wet with some questions and uh, jump right back out
1: let's do it all right uh, I got the list up if you want me to yep, go ahead. um go,
0: go for ahead. it I do too
1: so we touched on this very very briefly do you think there should have been more models in the arena <laughs> <and> slash? <laughs> Is eight months too long a wait for a larger scale change? Yes, uh,
0: yes. I'm gonna, <laughs> uh, yes yeah, yes. Mm-hmm, and so yes and yes, however... Brief.
1: Keep this brief, guys. Yeah, I did. Amen. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. I did good.
0: <laughs> the, answer, the answer is yes and yes. I understand why there weren't more models in this errata. I think they should have done an errata earlier, not regarding farmers specifically, but I do think that eight months was a long time to wait. I like it when they did more like a six-month cycle. So... Yes. Cool.
1: Go. Good talk. Which one? Okay, go ahead, Dan. Oh, you, I said yes He He said yes and yes. It's all you, Chris. You said yes and yes? I feel I like care. I ranged it long I mean, enough to do the, the earlier cool, part It's cool, man, so I'm chill. I'm chill. What oh. was that? Rat catchers are going to be uh, my deal, so I'm getting Your new uh, You OP Power Speaking... Creep pipe Train? It <laughs> is was not OP. OP. Okay, speaking of which, that segues straight into our next question. Mm. Will Schlegel's imminent switch to rat catchers cure him of the curse of Hoist? No. I mean, can you kill Hoist? No. Can you
0: seize him? Scourge might be able to kill Hoist. No. He might. If he can walk to him. <laughs> okay. If
1: he, the, if he has shoved the boot in. <laughs> if he has shoved, shoved the boot in.
0: Wait, shove the boot in no. and you reply t- Wait, hold on
1: evil temptress
0: wait is is there going to be shoved the boot in and then you're going to knock down hoist twice with the rat catchers who have such great oh, knockdowns yeah. you're definitely going to that sounds like a great mm. game plan I think you should do that every game Chris so
1: <laughs> rat tooled to be- <laughs> up, overrated tooled up overrated
2: uh Mike go
0: okay um, there was a long discussion between me and Pete Williamson on Discord about this. Uh, no, Tooled Up is not over. I mean, I, I guess the definition is how much, how highly are you rating Tooled Up? So I guess theoretically some people overrate it. Um, no, overall it's not overrated. It's a really powerful ability, um, and teams that have it should consider including it. Um, there are most of the teams that do have it do include it. The, one, the ones that don't usually have a reason why they don't include it, which is like for example you can't use it in blacksmith and blacksmiths and um union if you're playing vet rage Mm -hmm. because it's on rage but in general it's very powerful and it's not uh it's very powerful despite the fact that it is very situational it's just a thing that sometimes you need and sometimes it turns the math in the favor of you know being able to kill a model versus not being able to kill a model and it just projects a threat like if you do something with a model and then go tool up another model, your opponent now has to worry ever so much more about the that next activation, in addition to whatever your uh, first model did. So, so not overrated. What was that? I
1: think oh. it's a bit overrated.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think Mike's a bag of dicks anyways.
0: <laughs> Says the guy tooled. who doesn't play, uh, play tooled up. Yeah, and yeah. his fish
2: yeah um, it's overrated I think um, <laughs> I think tooled up models are not all made the same um, I think they can be drastically different between each other and what they can do for the team so like what tower can do and what spigot can do for their respective teams can can be drastically different based on the matchup um, I struggle a lot with tooled up and I think that's just a level of comfort with the guilds that I play that had it Um... And, uh, I, I just, I never found, I always felt the need to go in immediately, then feel comfortable enough to take that action to do a tooled up. I always felt like every time I did, I got punished to the point where it just ended up not being worth it. Um, and that, that makes it usually a lot more risky. Um, I need to either roll like hard average, which, you know, is usually only a coin flip or a little above average and more games than not, you'll, you'll lose because of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's nuance to when you use Tooled Up, and I don't think it's something you just like, I'm going to put one in Tool exactly. Up every turn. Yeah. But I think having it and the play itself and the guilds that it is is a very defining and situationally super powerful uh, and super useful ability. So I think, no, it is not overrated unless you were somebody who was put using Tooled Up every turn, in which case, stop. hmm Boom.
1: Okay, uh, we have another one, uh, which is more of a request, I think. Um, he wishes to for us to give him Smith's strats into rats, or, unless we've done it already, deliver more Smith's content other than the hot takes. So I think that'll be a good one for a future episode.
0: Yeah, especially uh, since we than... don't actually have rats yet so it's all yeah. gonna it's gonna and be hot takes uh <laughs> yeah it'll, it'll like hot, hot pocket and it's gonna be like hot so pocket straight out of the microwave takes
1: I, mean, I think what we're gonna have to say for that is uh bring alloy uh, and use your and then just stop
0: yeah there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> no no be continued. It, it, no it's isn't it it's it's bring out bring out set up a beautiful alloy goal use your
1: <laughs> yeah that's what it is
0: <laughs> brilliant quote from mike the dog klein <laughs> uh to give some context on that i had actually fallen asleep <laughs> so
1: <laughs> and we will leave off with the question will chisel ever find love again
0: yes She's I mean, beautiful in her own way.
2: If everything keeps going the way of the Nerf Bat, eventually she's going to be good, right?
1: <laughs> Green pastures and blue skies. We've been anatomical precision. Good night. <laughs> good night. Oh,
0: boy. Oh, my goodness. Woo!